0: I am your thrilling host, Sean. So, hi everybody! Hi. Happy Father's Day! That's when we're recording this. Yes. So, um, yeah, as you kids know, um, it's time for the breakdown of the show. <laughs> what? What? Break it on down. What? What? Sorry, it's it is twelve twenty-one in the morning here. So, forgive me if for we're a little loopy. Keep it going, that's the favorite part. Now if we can just get him drunk. <laughs> we should do a drunk podcast.
1: <laughs> no, I don't like that. Stop people.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. Everyone knows that Sean sounds a lot like Peter Griffin when he's drunk? <laughs> I love you. So, um, like I said... Uh, it's the show. Yep. It's our first hour. We talk about what we did during the week. There's people who know. If this is your first time, I'm, i my welcome. Welcome. Avida Zane.
2: Goodbye.
0: Oh, hello. Goodbye. Shalom. <laughs> Any
2: others?
0: Guten Tag. Oh, That's it. There you go. <laughs> bork, bork, bork. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, this is our show. Are we. Ed and I and Erica do a show every Sunday night called Geeksters. I gotta be honest; I don't know what I'm talking about anymore. Really? Yeah, I'm just babbling. Okay, I'm just, give me a second. Okay. All right. All right. Here in the first hour of the show, we kind of catch up on everyone did during the week. Erica talk. Eric and I talk art. Mm-hmm. We um we do the movies of release, movies of the week, the top five movies. Yep. Yep. I give my review of 22 Jump Street.
2: Yes, number one movie.
0: Okay, way to tease, way to bury the lead there, Ed. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, yeah. you know what? Skip the last 20 minutes of the show. <laughs> <laughs> you don't tell them that. I go, this is my review. <laughs> All right, got to wait for it now. <laughs> Not anymore. <laughs> it was number I, What was the number one box office movie? I don't know. Let's find out. Not even five minutes in. It was number one in the box office. <laughs> Don't need to pay attention to that part. Fast forward, fast forward, fast forward.
2: <laughs> I save twenty minutes our lives.
0: So. No, we need that twenty minutes. Could be the difference between that extra workout moment when they're running. You know, well, they can still do that. Yeah, but there's no thrill. There's no pace. Like, who? When did they get to number one? When did they get to number? One? Oh, I already know. <laughs> anyway, so I get my review on Twenty Two Jump Street. Mm-hmm. We talk art, and art as in Art Museum's not a dude named Art. <laughs> <laughs> what do you call a guy with no arms and no legs hanging on a wall? Art. art. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we do the top five movies of the week. Uh, and then we uh, take a break. That's right. So there you go, folks. I just summed up uh, the first hour in little bits and pieces. But if you want to hear the laughs and how we talk about art and penis size, <laughs> you know, you had to listen to the episode. Yeah. So we'll be right back. Word to Casey Kasem!
3: I'm your host, Ed. I'm your host Sean. And I'm your co-host, Sugar Tits. (laughs) That seemed carried over from last week. (laughs) Uh, so yeah. It has been a running gag all week. (laughs) Really? (laughs) Yeah. Nice. All right. (laughs) I have infected the lexicon of Erica's world.
0: (laughs) Nice. (laughs) So let's get this out of the way right off the bat. Today we lost not only is it Father's Day, but we also lost an icon in the audio world. Yes. Casey Kasem has died at the ripe old age of 82. Oh, that's a shame. So uh, keep your feet on the ground and keep reaching for the stars. That's
2: right. That's
0: yeah. nice to say. That's right. Keep your feet on the ground, but keep reaching for the stars. And everyone knows he was the voice of Shaggy. Yep. Mm-hmm. Robin and Super Friends. I was trying to like earlier today. I was trying to figure out like can could get some clips from Robin or something? But right. There's nothing really out there. At least not yet. Yeah, okay. I'm sure it you know, will
2: be in the weeks to come.
0: Uh, the first thing I thought of, okay, I remembered, okay, that was Matthew Sweet doing Scooby Dooby Doo, Where Are You? Mm-hmm. Um, from the um, Saturday morning cartoon, cart- right? Yeah. Radio. I was like, oh, I remember that. Who sung that? And I knew off the top of my head Matthew Sweet. I have no idea why. I have no idea <laughs> how. Because other than that other song he had, um, I can't remember the name of that song. Girlfriend, I think it was. Yes, Girlfriend. It. Yeah. I completely non existed in the world of music. Yeah. Right now, someone's going, huge Matthew Sweet," wearing a teacher, going, "Fuck you, Matthew Sweet." the relevant. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> to you, sweetie. <laughs> to you. I became
0: a drummer because of that girlfriend song. Go, Kate. We rock on. You know? <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, that was the first thing I thought of. Was like, that song. You know, it was either that or since it was Hollywood Babylon this week, Ralph. Lately, one of the things on the show is even having him do his impersonation on Schwarzenegger, mm-hmm. singing kids' songs, and he did uh, Spider Man, the Spider Man, which was hysterically funny. Yeah. I was like, "We should play down here." But then Casey Kasem died, and you know Casey Kasem trumped a live person. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I mean, Casey Kasem's gone. Wow, Casey yeah. Kasem. You'll be missed. I'll tell you that. D- Dick Clark.
2: Yeah, all the oh. greats. Yeah. All those voiceover grades are gone.
0: <laughs> Ed, I guess, just, I really feel like Ed was just trying to stretch that out a little bit, like trying to say something poignant, and you know. <laughs> I got <an> it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Casey are of good. Sad he died. Boo hoo. Yes. So uh, I was trying to think of something funny too, like the whole day, like like keep one feet on the ground the other in the in the tombstone I like oh. i couldn't i couldn't i just couldn't come up with anything you know <laughs> like keep your body in the box but keep your soul in the spirit hey, the hey, spirit in the sky yeah. you know something no. I don't know nothing no. I don't think it's something Maybe by the end of the show you know you know you're a geekster is if you shed a tear when Shaggy died. Like <laughs> smoke a bowl for Casey Kasem. How's that? <laughs> ah! Ah! So get yourself a bat pole to slide down. Peace, Robin. Eh? Yeah. What other voices did he do?
3: Hold on, I got a list here. Oh, look at Hi. that. See, I do my job once in a while. Yeah,
0: because she's not interested in Casey. Kasem.
3: <laughs> no, I, I am. You know what? Oh, I'm that's just... right. You, I if used... you
0: weren't interested, you'd be shopping.
3: Exactly. <laughs> no, I'm doing now on our tab. Ah. <laughs> um. So he started in 1967 with a feature film called *The Glory Stompers*, in which he played Mouth, and then he moved on God, to it sounds
0: just like a porn title, <laughs> *The Glory Stompers*
3: and played yeah. a character named Mouth. Yeah, ew. Yep, yeah, um, right away with the adult content. Woo! <laughs> um, so I'm going to jump around a little bit here. 68 to 69, he was Robin or Dick Grayson on the Batman Superman hour.
0: Wait, was that Robin
3: or Dick Grayson? Robin slash Dick okay. Grayson. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, he, was, he did one he or the did, other. I don't know. Never did both?
0: <laughs> like, when he did Dick Grayson, somebody else was doing Robin. When he decided, you no, I feel like doing Robin today, someone's got to do Dick Grayson.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Just go find somebody else to do Robin. I don't want to be Robin. Nobody wants to be Robin. Um,. He was, of course, he was on Scooby-Doo. He was also on Josie and the Pussycats as Alexander Cabot III. Here comes Peter Cottontail as Peter Cottontail. That was in 71. Oh, yeah. Uh, The new Scooby-Doo movies from 72 to 73. He did Shaggy Rogers and Alexander Cabot III. Uh, Super Friends. uh, Was that the
0: Scooby-Doo? Well, I mean, with the Scooby-Doo and and the Pussycats.
3: Yeah, it was like a crossover.
0: Well, actually, it kind of technically was the first cartoon spinoff. Because mm. Joe's and the Pussycats met on Scooby Doo, yeah. and then they had their own line. Ah! And then second season, they were off at the space.
3: He was in the Dean Martin Celebrity Roast as Adolf Hitler. Oh! oh! Nineteen seventy-four. Wow. Um, it was Damn the it. Ro- it was the roast of Don Rickles, <laughs> uh, <laughs> who I think just got roasted again not t- not too long ago. Did he?
2: Yeah, oh, I, like I think Don so. He's
3: one of my favorites he's so inappropriate I love it um <laughs> seventy four he was Hong Kong he was in Hong Kong Fui. uh he was he did an episode of Hawaii 5o uh Ironside back again with scooby-Doo show 76 to 78 quincy and Me, he did an episode a lot of these are like um single episodes except for the ones he did voices uh Scooby Doo and Scrappy Doo, yeah, like he, all the Scooby Doo stuff. He was in eighty four to eighty six. He was in the Transformers. He did Jumper, Blue Streak, and Teletran One. Wow, that's right. Yeah, eighty four. He was in the Ghostbusters live action movie. Uh, he was yeah, yeah, that again. as himself.
0: So he didn't have much visual screen time, but he had a lot. But of he had a voice. lot of
3: voice time. He did. He was also um, on Captain Planet and the Planet Tears as Lexo Starbuck uh johnny bravo he was shaggy rogers
0: yeah uh, um, one of my favorite episodes of uh, uh what do you call it johnny bravo, johnny bravo. you know where especially when her, him and velma bump into each other she's like i keep my glasses i can't see i think it's on my glasses he's like my glasses i can't perceive without my glasses <laughs> <laughs> <I'm here." laughs> oh thank you thank you much. so oh, his, mama
3: his last uh voice credit on and this is from wiki uh his last voice credit was scooby-doo mystery incorporated as colton rogers
0: so they kind of. I, I think Shaggy was played by uh, um, the kid who played his in the movie. Yeah. Let's see if I can. Th- uh, Lillard. Edward Lillard? Matthew Lillard. Matthew Lillard. Matthew Lillard. Yeah. Why I think Ma- which
3: yeah. Matthew Lillard did a good voice. He did. He yeah. oh, cool. Yeah. Uh <laughs> Mindy Cohn was Velma. Gray Delise was Daphne Paula. Greta Gaber, uh Greta Gator. A whole bunch of other people. Matthew Lillard was Norville, Shaggy Rogers. Frank Welker uh, was Scooby Doo, Fred Jones, and Barney Blake. Frank Welker, I know that name.
0: So they kind of was like his last, you know. Yeah. lillard got the creds now, so he's like, yay, whoop. He's like, yeah, you know what, Casey? We'll put you in this movie. Sure, it's like one line.
3: <laughs> oh, okay. Frank Welker was um also Dr. Claw and in Inspector. Claw. Claw! Yeah, I mean, That's he's, he's a done gadget. a bunch of other stuff. That's too. Ah. <laughs> Okay, so Welker's first voice role came as Fred Jones in 69 in Scooby-Doo. Uh, he's also... Oh, and he's he's provided... He's the one who did Fred's voice um, when they, they have the cutaways on Family Guy. Oh, okay. So, which explains why they're so well done. Right. So, uh, yeah, so anyway, these are the holes that I fall into, so I'm going to stop clicking on links. I
0: fell into a hole today uh, in the Urban Dictionary. Because I saw like there's a quote, someone was like... The word psych. Yeah. Someone said, well, it's spelled S I K E, and the other person's like, no, it's P S Y H E, kind of thing. And then I looked in the Urban Dictionary, and it's actually as both the same thing. Mm-hmm. And then as I'm looking at the psych, the S I K, I saw my name. I'm like, my name's in the Urban Dictionary? <laughs> and so I click on it, and it was like, uh, now I gotta find it. Because <laughs> I was like, you're kidding. <laughs>
2: you made the Urban Dictionary. I made the Urban Dictionary.
0: All right. It was. We're so uh, proud of you. Uh, Sean, a very sexy, strong, independent man who's also very sensitive. Sean's are usually brunette and very appealing. And they use it me in a sentence. Damn, look at Sean. Too bad he's taken. I was like, that's funny. And then I made sure, you know, just for proof, I, I copied the link in my Facebook page. I'm like, that's right. Who's in the Urban Dictionary? Me. It exists. <laughs> I swear it exists. And it's spelled the right way, too. That's the reason why, like, every time I see my name spelled S-A-J-W-N, I automatically kind of go, Oh. Yeah. I mean, I know now it's a little bit more popular, but as a kid, finding it on a, a mug was fucking impossible. Yeah. You know, or if I did find it, it was for a girl.
2: Ah, oh, okay. Because
0: there was a girl in my school named Sean, too. I was so my science teacher thought it'd be cool and sat us next to each other. So it was Sean and Sean.
2: <laughs> Sean so, squared.
0: Yeah. Well, no, nah, it was way before that. <laughs> At least I never thought of that joke until, like, you know. <laughs> but to him, it was always like, if her or I would raise our hand, he would just address us as the Sean's. Sean. <laughs> you know, I'd be like, oh. like, yeah, okay.
2: I mean, we, you know, we were, you know. I Not really. How many times did you raise your hand versus the other Sean?
3: Quite often. Did oh, you? Okay. I have to ask you this question. Did you ever get to a point where you stopped answering your own? Like, when people would call out Sean, did you stop responding to it?
0: No, never. Okay. I, I had no problem with my first name. My middle name, I never liked. What's
3: your middle, middle name, name?
0: Charles. Sean
3: Charles. Tr- it's not a bad name. It's not
0: bad, but as a kid, I didn't. I was named after my grandfather, and I really didn't. I don't want to say I didn't like my grandfather, but it was just kind of like I didn't like the name Charles for some reason. Okay. I think also there was like, here's here's how I could, as a kid, you know, my name spelled S H A W N. Mm-hmm. My mom said, you know, like I'm like, well, Sean's such a weird name. How, why'd you stick a Sean? I was a kid, you know, mm-hmm. and mom said she was a huge Sean Connery fan but didn't like the way he spelled the name because mm. she didn't want to be me addressed as seen. Yeah. Sean wasn't a real popular name in the 70s. Mm-hmm. Yes, now people do math. How old is Sean? <laughs> <laughs> old.
3: Yes. That's how old he is. He's old.
0: So old that I remember, you know, Shaggy in the first run of Scooby-Doo. Woo!
3: But, um, He's not like me where I had to watch it in reruns.
0: So it was either like... Either go, hey, I'm named after Sean Connery. <laughs> I was there, yeah. Either named after Sean Connery or named after my grandfather, who stole alive when he's right there. Okay. Like, you know, I mean, granted, Sean Connery stole alive in the '70s, yeah. but he was fucking James Bond. Yeah. As a kid, who'd you want to be named after? James Bond or Grandpa? <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, I don't know. And you know, it was just like, so I just went, yeah. You know, I I was okay with my name is Sean. Mm-hmm. Fucked up spelling, but yeah, you know.
2: How'd you get your name? Do you know? Yes. I was named after my grandfather, but my both my names
3: were named after my grandfather.
0: Okay. So. No offense to your grandpa, no, you know, Ed, I'm sure, is a strong, manly name. It's like, Ed.
3: no, I like my grandfather.
0: <laughs> but to answer your question about the science class thing, mm-hmm. I actually had no problem in science because, ironically enough, I, like I, you know, this week, I Cosmos came yeah. out on DVD. Every time I watch it, fall asleep. I'm either falling asleep or going. I knew that. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I was so, I was like sitting there watching, going, yeah. I, I Um, I'm trying to get into the show. Visually, it's nice. But I'm like, okay, yeah, I knew that. I remember that. And it dawned on me. I'm like, holy shit, I must have paid way more attention in sign class than I remember. (laughs) Like, I'm like, what happened? It's like, I'm smart. Like, what the hell? When did that happen? Like, I was like, I remember dissecting our frog. I remember the pig. And I remember sitting next to Sean. You know, because we were Sean. Like, I remember, like, everything, but I'm not once, I remember, you know, like, photosynthesis when he mentioned that word I was like I know what that means I was like yay I felt like I was playing like Jeopardy <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but you know and like I'm trying to watch it and I, I got through disc one I think one and a half because I went back to watching Old Three Runs of Castle on DVD <laughs> I needed a break I needed levity and humor um but uh I was like yeah, all right you know what it's a good show I don't think I'd I don't think I'm picking up season two unless he goes, hey, you know what? This is how the world works. You know, I mean, something I didn't like, it wasn't like high school, junior high science stuff. Yeah. I was just like, unless he gets into this is how we create the atom bomb, step by step, then I'm in. I'm like, <laughs> oh, I don't know. I mean, I know it's all bright and mushroomy, cloudish, but who tells? That's when two atoms smash really hard together. I'm like, if he says that, I'd be like, you know what? I'm out. I knew that. Uh... <laughs> Hydrogen first element yeah i know that's why it's number one on the periodic table <laughs> one electron one proton i'm like holy crap i remember this stuff i never i it was my least favorite class the only time i actually enjoyed science class is when we talked about chemical change and physical change remember like you know yeah remember, remember that yeah. Foot and now everyone's going i remember that my question to the teacher and i thought this he even thought this was a brilliant question and i was i think uh ninth grade I think uh-huh. so I was like okay and and when I raised my hand in class everyone kind of rolls their eyes because I'm always Mr. like I'm class clown right yeah. I'm a big shot right? great <laughs> so I was like okay well, I got I had a question when Lon Chaney Jr. transforms into the wolf man is it a physical change or a chemical change because it's directly related to the full moon which is chemistry related but he turns into a werewolf so is that a physical change and my teacher stopped and looked at me and he was like that's really a good question I was like <laughs> yes <laughs> and then we actually kind of had the whole class discussing it going well it could be both you know in a way but initially I think we kind of determined it was more of a chemical change yeah because it's initially started with the full moon right and the process of the chemical change turns him into a werewolf okay. which is you know I'm like I and that the one thing that's always stuck in my head in science class Roger cosmic going Wait, I paid attention to that too. <laughs> Wait, where did I go wrong? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that was my week. Watched Cosmos, Castle. I love Castle. Love that show. This is a good Philadelphia Comic Con. I'm going to keep going. If I had to pick one person in the entire show, mm-hmm. who do I want? I'm like, you know what? I think Nathan Fillion's a good bar. You know, because I wanted him last year, but he canceled. Right. So I'm kind of hoping he doesn't cancel this year. Yeah. You know? But I, like, and then Jason Barrowman was supposed to be there last year, and he didn't show. But you know, again, well, he showed the next day. Right, it was the Daniel day we wanted. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, but this Philadelphia Wizard World is going to be a good one because a lot of stars. So we'll talk mm-hmm. about that next week. Yeah, you know, our our Madcap Adventures in the Wizard World, Philadelphia, <laughs> except for Ed. Ed will not <clears throat> be going. Yeah. Uh, uh, so you can just kind of sit there and go, really? Like with your hands are just like, oh, huh. tell us a story show America. What you doing? Con stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Talking comic books and stuff. So, uh, I'm trying to think anything else exciting happened. No, nothing. My day was relatively, my week was relatively slow and uneventful. Other than realizing I was smarter than I thought. <laughs> <laughs> or I was able to retain more than I thought. Yay, big boy, I'm so big. <laughs> Next week, I start potty training.
2: <laughs>
0: sure seems will be very relieved oh. about that. Thank God.
3: <laughs> She's like, good, one less thing I got to do when I come here.
0: <laughs> so how was your weekend? Uneventful. All right, Erica, how was your week?
3: I spent uh, today watching a science fiction documentary on? on BBC America. It's called The Real History of Sci- Science Fiction. Oh, that's that so- your come uh, yeah, they it's showed a break. it. They showed it today. Um, I don't know if it was a because uh, I think the, they. W- no, the no, no. You know what? It was a rerun. Uh, what was the topic? Yeah, uh, today they were talking about Doctor Who. They talked about Godzilla, like some of the more recent science fiction. Um, Aliens, the no. Daleks. It was. It was mostly robots, robots, and like fears, well, fears in science that ended up bleeding over into science fiction and how science fiction reacted to those those sciencey fears yeah because I,
0: I was it just one episode or what did you see like a little just one okay because i remember I'm... i mean there
3: there it, there may have been episodes before i well, there
0: is because it's a series
3: i watched the one from that was on today from four to five on bbc america um because before then i was at the art museum so I
0: she was getting her art on was it still free to walk in
3: on sundays No, no. Um, Wednesdays at the Philadelphia Art Museum is pay what you wish. They're open till I think eight o'clock on Wednesdays. I became a member um, of the Art Museum just because I've loved the Art Museum for so long, you know, for so long. And I have a, um, I actually have a degree in art. So I said, fuck it, I'm just gonna become a member. And it was awesome because I went in today and they're like, here for members today, we're giving you a free book. And it was right. it was a drawing manual written by Thomas Aikens. So okay. and then uh,
0: here, look at pictures. But here's a book. Don't forget to read.
3: Yeah, and <laughs> they gave it. It was still shrink wrapped. I'm like fucking awesome.
0: How much was the membership?
3: Uh, it, the individual membership is seventy dollars, and then I got a ten percent off um discount when I went. They had a ten percent uh discount for um. Uh, memorial day it was like a month ago that i got the membership right. you know and i figure i might oh, well use it 70 bucks
0: for a year 70
3: bucks yeah i paid 63 but 70 bucks for a year you get to go as many times as you want you get um free passes to special events and you get like advanced passes to special events that they're hosting and then um and and you get um access to the rodan museum which is down the block from the art museum the too
0: the big giant Tyrannosaurus thing uh, the thing that attacked godzilla
3: no, no, not different. Different Rodan. Oh, sorry. <laughs> the artist Rodan, not the right giant. Down, someone's
0: different. going, did we just say earlier how much you
3: remember from science class? <laughs> <laughs> he said science, not art. <laughs> so, but yeah, it was it was really nice. Uh, it was a nice morning oh, out. Oh, God, Ed's eleven. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> The best part, he
0: honestly thinks I was serious about it. <laughs> no, you were No, you was weren't. a joke. <laughs> See, that was called a smart joke where you play dumb and you... F- <laughs> you do it so well. Uh. I'm
2: an entertainer. <laughs> <Yeah>. um. <laughs> so.
0: I didn't say I entertain other people. I entertain myself. I, that joke was for me. <laughs> So yeah, I think- I, you know the only way I could have made that morbid joke is if I went like this. Isn't it that pterodactyl that fights Godzilla? <laughs>
3: <laughs> pterodactyl. <laughs> pterodactyl. Because I'm
0: American, I save my piece. God damn it! <laughs> Psychology. Yeah.
3: <laughs> so yeah, right. I think uh, I think
0: my all time that was it. My all time favorite painting is in the art museum. Mm-hmm. It's and I actually have a reproduction like they. I actually in the in the art museum store, uh-huh. they actually sold reproductions of it. It's um, Prometheus, um, Prometheus Unbound, mm-hmm. or Prometheus Bound. It's basically a picture of Prometheus on the rock, and there's a hawk, an eagle actually picking at his liver, Oh, okay, or his pancreas. I think it's liver. That whole mythology that he you know he's, he's the guy who gave fire or right. fire to humans. One? That one, yes. Okay. That is my all-time favorite, and I, I remember just walking, because we used to go to the art museum almost every year for school. Here we go, look, it's like flashback Sunday for Sean in school. <laughs> we used to go like once, you know, maybe like once a year, I think, yeah. you know, because it's the, you know, hey, we're in Philadelphia, let's go to the art museum, mm-hmm. it's the first art museum, walk, 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 kind of thing. Yeah. So I remember seeing that, and I've always loved that that story of Prometheus, here's fire, and then to get punished, he's now shackled to a rock and gets killed every day and reborn every day. Mm-hmm. Just to repeat. And to me, it was always the eight-old adage, N- no good deed goes unpunished. Right. You know, and I'm like, ever since then, it's been my favorite painting. I don't know why. Maybe it's the imagery, because it's, it's a beautiful painting. Mm-hmm. And it's... I remember as a kid being a lot bigger. Good man, gets me because I was a small and relatively sized. But last time I went, I stood there and I was like, I don't remember being this small. Like, it's... It, <laughs> I used to thought as a kid it was like almost like full wall size. Yeah. But it's not. It's like, you know, normal art size. Yeah. You know, and I was like remember it being bigger. Like but and then I, again I was like, well, oh, I was you know, probably half the size I am now, so everything was bigger.
3: <laughs> yeah. You know. My favorite piece is down there too. It's a piece by Marcel Duchamp, um, called Given One the Waterfall to the Illuminating Gas. And it's the one illuminating
0: <laughs> gas, it's I do really like, fire. <laughs> Run! <laughs> Let me—I'll show you the illuminating cloud right now. Or, <laughs> Sorry. but it's—it's
3: uh, it's, if you go into the the modern art section of the museum, there's a whole room dedicated to Marcel Duchamp and the Dada movement. Um, Dada was sort of the best way I can put it. Is it's sort it's of that like song.
0: da da da.
3: No, 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 no. no. Da, no. Da, da, da. Again, we're in two different classes.
2: <laughs> I, moved. Huh? I moved.
0: Why? Because it's a da-da movement. <laughs> <cool>. <laughs> wow. 7.27 okay, p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You deserve a break, Ed. I'm spent.
3: <laughs> Ed's done for the night. You can go home. <laughs> um, but it's... Uh, uh, there's a whole room dedicated to the data movement, which is basically like surrealism on crack. So it's it's just crazy fucking shit. I love it. Anyway, this this piece, given the waterfall and the illuminated gas, it's in the back of the room of the Marcel Duchamp room. And I mean, if you didn't know it was there, you might think that it was, you know, just like a, a hallway or something because it's dark. And what you do is, well, when he's you an artist, walk, he's moody.
4: <laughs> <laughs> but when
3: you walk into this room you just see two old like barn looking doors with uh some bricks surrounding right. it and you're like the fuck how's that art <laughs> when you go up to it there's two peepholes that you can look through you look through it and this is what you there's a girl you in see, locker room. And you see shower. old mcdonald doing the e-i-e-i-o on his horse <laughs> that's what you see yeah, all right. yeah so you know there's that whole like is she dead is she alive if she's dead how is she holding the the um you know the lantern and then there's a waterfall in the background and it's it's a diorama so when you're looking you can't see it on here but there's a little flicker to to the the light and then the waterfall in the background like it it has motion um and it's just so creepy because there's this body just laying there you know and it so has that sort of dead look but it's not there's something not quite right like her legs aren't quite right like it's very very
0: it's surreal
3: it's very voyeuristic too right well
0: yeah cuz you you're you're doing the you're hole. standing there
3: peeping yeah and like it's funny cuz and I do this every time, and I don't know why, because I know I'm not going to see anything else. But I always you try to like around. move a little further because I want to see. You can just see a tiny little bit of blonde hair, and I always want to see the woman's face, but it is cut off. So well, that could be
0: part of the process of the art thing, making you like your voyeuristic tendencies. Mm-hmm. You know, you, most people might go, "Oh my god," and look away. Yeah. But the real voyeur wants to see everything. Yeah. Like that's kind of I think maybe that's the in other art words, piece.
3: Erica's a perv. <laughs> you just gotta think for dead bodies. Yeah. yeah. Sure, why not? And the other thing, I, I will say, the other thing I enjoy about uh, put this piece. Two pictures up on our I, will, Facebook page. I will. And the other.
0: was um, as to well share with the world. The <laughs> other
3: piece that I, or the other thing I like about this piece is just kind of standing in the back and listening to people's reactions who have never seen this piece before. So oh I, my God! Yeah. I mean, I, now granted, I. You can see her hoo ha! Yeah. <laughs> and there's no hair on it! But there's something not quite right. Yeah, like the whole thing, there's something very off about it. It's
0: called a wood floor.
3: <laughs> but it's it, the, the interesting thing for me is. I, so I, Wait, like, how old is that painting? Uh, it's from 1945. It was completed in 1966. So it took about 20 years to complete. And it. Uh, all right,
0: I'm posing a question to the panel then. Mm-hmm. Because she is sans hair, mm-hmm. is she an adult or is she a
3: child? Oh, and that's another thing. I mean, she does. So, me, and here, Ed, I'll hand this to you so you can actually see what's going on in that picture a little bit better. For me, I think she's a woman, albeit a young woman, but I think she's a woman because she does have breasts.
0: Okay. All right. You can see her top Yeah. Face. Yeah.
3: Yeah, I mean, you can see everything from, like, her shoulders Right, down. yeah,
0: you can see her naughty bits. Yeah. But yeah. I'm saying because she is sans hair, you know, even though she's, they're not. You know, they're, like, average-sized yeah. boobs, and she's on her back, so they're, you know, askewed, mm-hmm. you know. They're, like, by her sides. They're akimbo. Yeah. It kind of now... Now the part of me has gone, well, back in the 60s, how many women... I mean, if it was completed in the 60s and started mm-hmm. in the 40s... Started in the 40s, completed in the 60s. That whole time... That... I don't think that hairstyle was in style.
3: It didn't... Yeah. I, I mean, as far as I know... <laughs>
0: You can, you can hand it back, in. You know, you're still still like, <laughs> I'm trying to figure it out. That's all. I'm just trying to... Well, I think that's part of the mystery of the, exactly, the painting. Exactly, yeah. It's and like, that... you don't really know. Like, is she alive? Is she dead? Is mm-hmm. she a woman? Is she a, a child? I mean, well, not necessarily. Maybe a tween.
3: And it's very, it's very... um And, and now,
0: it's granted... It's very I, I yeah. studied
3: this painting in school, you know, because I, I had to take art history over, you know, five years that I was, I was there... And so I studied this a couple of times while I was in school. And even having that background, having, you know, written papers on it and and gone and seen it when I was in college and and having seen it for so many years, like I start I graduated art school 9 years ago. It's as much as I love it, it's still uncomfortable and I feel you know, I, I kind of have that very uncomfortable, like, I feel like I shouldn't be looking at this, but I can't look away,
0: oh, kind of thing. Well, I think that comes down to, like, really good art, mm-hmm. makes you feel, that because as many times as I've seen it, I mean, I like that painting so much that I actually bought the, the I guess, lithograph version of it, the print of it, framed it, and had, and had it hanging up mm-hmm. in the house, mm-hmm. and, and I see it every day, and I still stop and look at it and go, god damn, that's a good painting, like... Just the whole, I guess, to me, the moral of the story, you know, like, stop doing nice things, it always bite you in the ass. That's, <laughs> that's how I became the person I am today, right? Eh? <laughs> Makes sense now.
2: <laughs>
0: and it was also during the time that my favorite subject of all is Greek mythology. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, it really falls into that whole,
3: you know, like, Whoa. There is, speaking of Greek mythology, hold on, let me see if I can find it. There's a like, piece that my friend who uh, I don't know if you've seen it down at the art museum. When I, when I went down today, like I've never understood this. Um, but there is a part it's not supposed to be understood. Well, (laughs) actually it was nice because the friend that I went with, like he, he has an artistic background too. So we started discussing this piece and it kind of gave me new insight. Two
0: art nerds talking about it. (laughs) Hmm, Yes. I believe (laughs) the shade, the lack of shadow represents the brightness of one's ego. Where the, (laughs) Sunlight, since outside, casts a very bleak shadow, symbolizing the death of all life as we know it. <laughs>
4: yes.
0: <laughs> Were you the art friend? That's what I did in art. That's what I told them about the art museum. I was always that guy. <laughs> <laughs>
3: no i i went to art school and i was that person looking around going shut up
0: (laughs) you always like that art snob You just kind of you can make up anything and someone will go well you know what since art's subjective you could be right yeah
3: well and that that is the one thing that i love about and not one thing but that's one of the things i love about art is it's
0: visual philosophy
3: yeah. Like the fact that <laughs> you and I could look at the exact same piece or all three of us could look at the exact same piece and take three different things away. Because here's the thing, when you're looking at art, you know, the artists painted it with their own intentions in mind and their own experiences, their own thought processes, processes. And then when... Process I. Process I. <laughs> and then when viewers are looking at it they're viewing it with their own experiences and ideas and philosophies like there was one i saw today i forget the name of it but it was basically like this idea of just you know of of babies coming from um a mountain stream so it was just where babies come from Yes. Yes, that's where right. the come from. It was All this right. giant I'm painting. I learned
0: something. About <laughs> what they do is they strain, there's a big giant strainer from a waterfall, yeah. and they catch the babies, right? Uh-huh. And then they use that rest of that water, and that's how we get bottled water. Oh. Uh huh. So basically, you're.
2: fresh and new.
0: Well, they say water is what uh, we call it, the giver of life. Mm hmm. Yeah. yeah. See.
3: but it was it was this giant it was probably good five feet long by maybe 10 feet high it was a very big painting of just all these naked babies dancing in a stream and i'm looking at going i feel so dirty looking at really? this like and it was granted it was painted in like the late 1800s so you know but well, that's fascinating. But, I mean, when you describe
0: that, I think of just the joy of childhood, being able to frolic. Mm-hmm. Like, just the, the carefreeness of being able to run through puddles naked, going, ah, as and, a kid. and
3: just. But again, and that's the thing. Like, you would get something different. For, like, for me, I don't particularly like children. I don't have any plans to have kids, you know. And for me, ki- kids are great as long as I can give them back at the end of the night. Yeah. Um, so, you know, you
0: and that's folks is that and that kids is why your Aunt Erica drinks. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Ma, why is Aunt Erica so moody? She doesn't like
3: kids and she drinks. <laughs> why? She's sad. <laughs> She's sad and lonely and her she calls her, her dogs her kids, that's why.
0: Does she breastfeed them like you do, my brother?
3: stop asking questions
0: <laughs> that's why I don't like kids <laughs> stupid questions
3: so anyway since you like Greek mythology the the piece that I was looking at today that again I've never quite understood until today it's called 50 Days at Ilium and sounds like
0: the new book 50 Days of Christian Grey
3: yeah <laughs> <laughs> No, no, no Sorry, I'm shuffling
0: my gummy bears My gummies, like randoms Randoms, yeah I'm, tr- I'm looking in the bag and I'm going what? Okay, I understand why they call them randoms Because they're all different kind of gummy stuff I'm like, yeah. are these ones that fall on the floor That just scoop up and throw in a bag and go Look, we'll call it randoms <laughs> yes. Because yeah. they are, I'm like Okay, well I've seen these This is a uh, Look, there's a hair on it This is like gummy sunglasses I'm like, well And it's from Waka, you know So I'm like, okay, well I know they sell like that Jelly's version of that, and I'm like, "Well, why is it a random? Like, did you just kind of at one day, at one time just put them all together in one big bag and go shake, shake, shake?"
3: It's the one that the workers sneeze on.
0: And these are probably the defective ones. <laughs> <laughs> so let me
3: see it. All right. Ah, ah. So this is it. It's a it's a room installation. It's it tells the story of the Iliad in ten paintings. Oh. But okay. it's very it's very like postmodern. It was painted in 1978. It has this very like sort of frantic feeling. Like it, I think the
0: and I've read the Odyssey and the Iliad many times, by the way.
3: Yeah. So it it I, you would probably enjoy this piece more than I did because I number I didn't really particularly enjoy the Iliad. Right. Um, the Odyssey I did. The Iliad I was like eh, whatever. Um, but the fact that it it does it tells the story without telling the story. Right. It tells it more through the feeling of. The sh- you know the the colors and the the uh, paint strokes on the canvas rather than something more traditional like you you know like a um, Prometheus Bound right so
0: I mean um, no, like, and the reason why I was asking about the the thing is my girl is a huge history buff mm-hmm. so and one of the reasons why she can't wait to move up here because it's Philadelphia right like here you want history here you go <laughs> like you know and I know we'll probably, like. And I was curious because I went for a while. I thought it was donate your own money on Sundays, where it was like, or maybe it was just like a one time day.
3: It might. It might. I know they do that every so often, um, but Wednesdays they do that. Okay, it's, it's pay what you wish.
0: Right. So I remember myself, my sister, my brother in law, and my nephew. The you know at the time it was only Logan. We all went because it was pay. You know, we all gave it like twenty bucks. Like here you go. And because uh, the Salvador Dali Expo was going mm-hmm. on, and we wanted, wanted to go see that. So like that, I remember it was like kind of like, hey, whatever you feel like you want to give, you give, you know. And yeah. I was like, you know, I mean, people are being dicks and kind of go, well, I don't want to give anything. I just want to wander through a free museum, blah blah blah.
3: Yeah, and I th- I actually thought about that today because I I was sitting waiting for my friend. I looked up and they have the pay what you wish. Banners hanging <laughs> up to advertise it. And I was like, I wonder how many people they get going in, going, well, "I don't want to pay anything." Like, what? I, I, it made me wonder what they do in those cases. Like, do they just say "fuck it" and let them well, in? They probably
0: or... do, but I think it's one of those things where, like, if you're not
3: willing to pay something, you get shamed through the whole art museum.
0: Well, yeah, somebody <laughs> behind you going, "Loser, loser, you didn't pay." Now, I think, I think if you consciously go to the art museum mm-hmm. on a day like that. I think it's because you want to be there, mm-hmm. and so I think you're more inclined to actually donate.
3: Yeah, and I mean because
0: I think that the normal ticket price was like fifteen dollars. I think $20. twenty, twenty. Mm-hmm. Okay, so even though it was pay as whatever you want, we decided, you know what, screw. We're gonna, here's twenty bucks because that's what you normally charge.
3: Yeah, and here's here's the thing. Like I can definitely understand people who. Maybe they don't have... Maybe they literally do not have any money and they, you know... They're a starving
0: artist and they all they have is five bucks.
3: Yeah. And that five bucks is their, you know, what they need to eat for the rest of the week. Like, you know... Or like,
0: they use that five bucks as my last five bucks going to help them be inspired by walking through that door. Yeah.
3: Yeah. But I mean, it, like, let's say literally it was your last five dollars and it's like, look, I really want to see it, but I, I cannot afford to part with this five dollars. Like, then I can kind of understand. But if you're doing it just to be a dick, then you're a dick.
0: Yeah. Like, if you're wandering through going, hey, honey... Our museum is looking pay as you go. Let's pay nothing to walk through. Let's watch, look, look at art. Like they're probably the lowest common denominator mm-hmm. of art enthusiasts, and they just wanted to get out of the heat. Yeah, you know. Well, yeah. <laughs> have the <crack> of beers. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look! You can see David's dick. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> oh, I got a bigger package than that.
3: And the funny thing is, so I, yeah, but I was in there. F- harder than you ever get. Ah, I was in there for three hours. I only made it through. I made it through Arms and Armor, the modern section, and and that was it. I, I stopped for a bite at the. They have like a little balcony cafe. Yeah. I stopped for a bite there, and I stopped in the art museum. They actually have right now um, a sale on the. But only in the balcony store, though. So you have there's two stores. There's right. the museum store and the balcony store. So if you go over to the balcony store, they have a sale on the Philadelphia Museum of Art published books.
4: Okay. So
3: cause it's they have their own press and they get these books published. So I actually picked up two books as gifts um and then again they were giving it was funny because the book that they gave me at the front desk is was one of the ones that uh, was on sale yeah. I was like they're just trying to get rid of old yeah. stuff but i'm not complaining like i like thomas akins i like his work um i like his style and so for me for... and it makes you look smart if it's on a coffee table exactly even though I don't have a coffee table, well, you know whatever. What I mean. like, you, I'll just put it on the floor it, in the middle. You just be sprawled out like on the sofa. <laughs> like you can have that a... loses the intelligence completely. <laughs> yeah, I just got throw in the middle of the floor. I put it on the floor. Why is that on the floor? It's called art. Shut up. Because <laughs> I don't have a coffee table. Shut up.
0: <laughs> well, it's one of those things where you invite a guy, or if you're a guy, you invite a girl over, or maybe just same sex to make yourself appear smarty. You throw out like nice fancy books and make you look learned. Like, <laughs> you know. You know you have to make sure you read those
2: books because if somebody comes in and goes hey I read this book what did you think of blah, 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 blah? And you're like, what?
3: I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just,
0: like, like, like I said, we, we talked about this before. Barnes & Noble has a lot of those. Like, I have a copy of the Iliad and Odyssey. Mm-hmm. It's in that leather-bound yeah. Barnes & Noble kind yeah. of thing. Because I think those look like classic books, and they should be on a bookshelf I kind agree. of thing. Yeah. I don't have a bookshelf at the moment, so they're kind of like, in storage until I like, get a mm-hmm. bookshelf. But it is one of those things where I want that it prominently displayed in, like, a living room or in mm-hmm. something to make them go, like, hey, look, there's Dracula, there's the Iliad and the Odyssey, there's Grimm's Fairy mm-hmm. Tales, like the original version funny
3: is like i have half those books
0: right uh, then
3: I-, I wish i would known you like the iliad i had a copy a friend gave me her um she had one of those the barnes and noble not the leather bound ones but like the classic right hardback novels that they they put out and she had a collection of them but she didn't she never read them she didn't want them anymore she she needed the room so she gave them to me and i ended up i i think that one i i I think that one I ended up taking down to the bookseller. Like I took a few of them, gave them away to friends who I knew would like the books. And then the rest I took down to a bookseller.
0: But 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 see, the nice thing is Barnes and Noble has actually done it to like modern stuff. So I had the Hitchhiker's Mm -hmm. Guide to the Galaxy that way. Yeah. Um, they did the, the Star Wars trilogy, episode four, five, yeah. and six. HD. They did
3: HD Wells too.
0: Yes. Which that one I want to pick up. Grey's Anatomy, which I really don't understand. but I'm like,
3: all right, you know, like the yeah. TV show. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> uh, see, look at you. See,
0: now you Two. get the joke Two. from
3: from earlier,
0: the whole Rodan thing. Yeah. See,
3: I'm so yeah. proud of you.
0: It took him this long <laughs> to process what I was talking about, and <laughs> threw it in
3: there.
1: <laughs> Yay!
0: <laughs> 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 Suddenly he's a seal. Now I feel like I should reach in my pocket, grab a treat, and put it in his mouth.
3: (laughs) He's going to become funny just to get treats. (laughs) (laughs) Got a piece of chocolate. Got a Twizzler if you're funny. <laughs> make us laugh, Ed. Next week, we'll if have... you don't make us laugh, you get
0: beaten. Next week, we'll have like a row of horns. And he goes... <laughs> boom, 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 boom. Get a big beach ball let it sit on his nose.
3: <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah. so go to the art museum. Give him your money. They're go good. to
0: any Art Museum. Go learn something. And, and, and if anything, you get to see like naked people.
3: <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, that too. There's a whole lot of naked going on in that art museum.
0: If you're into big girls, run up your alley. The whole Renaissance period, not a skinny chick in the bunch.
3: Yeah, Renoir. And yeah. if you do like skinny chicks, guess what? There's skinny chick paintings too. Yeah,
0: I was. I saw this real interesting article um, that someone figured out. Like you, when you see the Statue of David, I mean, obviously he's naked right. and all, but that because he's naked. That he has, he was nervous about posing nude because he has a small penis. Mm-hmm. And like everyone's just kind of like, oh, that's kind of like thing. But someone actually had the, like, a different camera angle, like up to his face. And you could see like the worry in his face.
2: Yeah. It was really, I mean, again, mm-hmm. it's all
0: art, so it could just be subjective. Like this. Mm-hmm. this was one person's like, he was so worried about posing nude because he had a small penis. And he knew it was going to be etched in. In all time in marble, mm-hmm. so that's and because Michelangelo. That sounds
3: like an SNL skit. But Michelangelo, I think that was an SNL. But
0: Michelangelo actually. was so good at details that he actually was able to kind of capture like the worry look on his on David's face, as because you don't really get to see his face much because it's, it's
2: <laughs> nobody's looking at his face. Well, it's
0: because it's, the angle of his face is because it's a tall statue. Right, it's not very big, but it's tall. Yeah, and his, the way his face is. You know, you have to be almost eye level with him yeah. to be able to look at his face, and you can't get that high because it's it's on a pedestal kind of thing, yeah. it's like out of reach. Mm-hmm. So the only time you can kind of look, you kind of like see like the like from chin up, yeah. So the person was able to kind of like I guess through the magic of you know a ladder <laughs> <laughs> was able to get up there and take a picture of his face.
2: Take up a ladder, you know, and you can honestly
0: see the worryment on his face. It's like
2: who knew. Da, 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 so da, I just da, looked da, up, because liar.
3: the 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 idea of the small penis has, has also been uh, repeated in other pieces of art. Like it was on the Sistine Chapel ceiling, you know, the, the God and man.
0: The pull my finger scene? Yeah, yeah. exactly. So, you know, and it's, it's been Everyone knows God's reaching out with the yeah, finger and right. Adam's reaching up at him, and it's like, pull my finger. That's, <laughs> that's how the universe was born, wasn't it? Yeah. It's or E.T. Oh. Yeah. We've seen variations on that. There's also one like Homer Simpson and God, or you know, I think it was Peter Griffin.
3: <laughs> so anyway, so I looked up um,
0: small penises in art.
3: Yeah, basically. Kyle on Google. <laughs> I, I know we talk, again. I know we talked about this when I was in art school, but you know, we're talking ten years ago. So I'm lucky I remember. And what we were in for, your class. I, I'm lucky I remember what I have for breakfast. Okay, so. Um, so there's two, there's, there's two <laughs> things. Number one. Um, so com people have commented on the fact that his penis is uncircumcised, which is at odds with Judaic practice. Um, like typically, typically at that time, typically the tip's gone. B- exactly. People, you know, the. Jewish people were circumcised. I would know,
0: yeah. Um, well, most guys would do that. Yeah.
3: But the reason that it was kept was because it was within the conventions of Renaissance art and what was uh, what was acceptable, basically. That wasn't Jewish. Like, no, it, it was David, King David. So no, he he was Jewish because it was in yeah, the Old King, Testament.
0: Yeah, but King David didn't. The guy who the guy who went up against Goliath. Yeah, but I'm talking about Michelangelo's David.
3: Oh no! Yeah, but th- but that's like, what I'm the, the saying. The guy like, who was standing there. Yeah, he probably wasn't Jewish. The model probably oh, wasn't no. Jewish. But in Renaissance art, the uncircumcised penis was accepted.
0: What? Right. Get
2: one. Now I'm picturing like Michelangelo. I need
3: an uncircumcised penis to
2: carve. <laughs> Show me uncircumcised penises. Men, come over here. <laughs>
0: Show me your penises. But all of a sudden, it becomes that scene in History of World Part One. <laughs> No! 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 Yes! No! No! Yes! No! 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 no, Yes! No! 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 no. Oh my God! Yes! Oi! Made some very big decisions, Your Majesty. Sorry.
3: So anyway, so that was from Wiki. I body. did a i i did a, a little bit of other googling while of course we're talking about
0: penises, so she's all she's all on top of that,
3: yeah, <laughs> and underneath and front from yeah. uh, <laughs> <yeah>. there is a <laughs> what the internet my never ceases to surprise me.
2: I'm
1: not
0: anymore. <laughs> the internet never ceases to surprise you. I'm a, jaded, I'm a jaded bastard. I'm never surprised by anything I see on the internet. Yeah.
3: There is a website called www. It's an organization, so you know they got tax. Your taxes dumped on. Stuff. And actually, actually, quick aside: my sister took a trip to Iceland. There is a penis museum in Iceland, and I joked with her. She's it's like, really, really small. <laughs> no, no, no! Wait, gets better. So, my sister asked me, "What do you want me to bring you back from Iceland?" I said, "A really hot guy." She brings me back a bag with a penis on it. We put it in the washing; it shrunk.
0: <laughs> it's like the old joke. What do, what do rabbis do? Mm-hmm. Like, rabbi pulls out a little wallet and it's made of foreskin and he goes, no, but look when I rub it. It becomes luggage. Uh... <laughs> yeah. Right now, there's a bunch of people uh... in Europe that don't get that joke because <laughs> they're all, you know, but then there's like a nice Jewish guy going, ah,
1: oh yeah, that's a
3: funny joke.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right now, all our China fans are going, huh? What? Ooh.
3: So, yeah, so I have a purse with a penis on it. But anyway. Congratulations. um, Thank you. Um, (laughs) So, anyway, on PenisSize.org, they have a whole (laughs) article just about penises in art. Okay. So, I'm scrolling down. to. I will post this link to our site. Of course course I will. I'm sitting there
0: going, maybe we shouldn't post that article. But they're going, well, you know what? It's art. So, yeah, whatever. We are talking
3: about it. And I'm a geek about art sure so anyway so penisize.org.
0: give today give generously
3: (laughs) and often over and anyway don't pull your um donation because pulling out wouldn't be manly (laughs) (laughs) okay so um so in renaissance art a lot of painters and sculptors mimic the greek style in terms of drawing and sculpting genitals where a An uncircumcised small penis was also admired and seen as aesthetically pleasing. So if you go back to the Greeks, they typically made penises probably a lot smaller than they were in real life. Or at least I should hope they were a lot smaller than they were in real life. Um, And it was basically uh, for the Greeks, they demonstrated an interest in the genitals, but they were not preoccupied with size and it coincides with the, the nature of Greek art as Greeks considered a large phallus to be humorous. So, and they wanted their, their art to be serious and austere. So they, they purposely reduced the size of the penis to make sure that it didn't become a joke. So fast forward to the Renaissance... Um, they, again, stuck with small penises in art to not detract and, and you know make it seem like a, a, a parody of itself. Um, sc- sculptors were obsessed with proportions. I, I, I
2: realize the Renaissance had like... Large penis jokes. <laughs> well, I, well, I mean... I Large
3: think... penis jokes have been around since the Egyptians. I'm convinced. <laughs> Which is, you
0: know, you want to hieroglyphic? Hell, look at the Washington Monument. It's one big phallic <laughs> symbol anyway. That's Five... why we're all
3: so insecure about our penis size. <laughs> 5,000 years ago, there were three people sitting around talking in the middle of the desert. Yeah. Oi! There's a hieroglyph for Geekster somewhere.
0: That King Tut, his penis is just way too big. It's so funny. <laughs> it's like a it's like a elephant trunk hole. How big it, is it? It's so big that it can uh it could take a you could it could be on tonight
3: show and Good Morning America the next day. Uh...
0: At the same time.
3: Okay, so here's here's what they what they were striving for. Um a nude male statue in and of itself is a celebration of masculinity whilst the genitals remain a part of that idea it was more important to show a sophisticated male hence the realistic proportions and ideal male body with a civilized quote-unquote penis size um a penis size a large penis size would diminish the male image of a balanced individual oh god i can't believe they put this word in and taint it with animalistic traits and characteristics nice (laughs) they said taint
0: (laughs) okay answer the lab (laughs) is (laughs) completely
2: (laughs) different
3: Okay, tell them what I was doing. He dropped a
2: piece of candy. I didn't realize he dropped a piece of candy. But he takes his phone and he puts it right by <laughs> the <think laughs> bitch.
0: You actually phone's gonna take a dick bitch?
2: Yeah. <laughs> I In totally
1: my... missed
0: let's that! See, let's see how funny this is. Quick <laughs> No, I was putting on my, my... I'm totally
3: <laughs> uncivilized, look at this.
0: It's art, man. It's art. <laughs> I was using my flashlight app. Dick
3: picks his art. <laughs> so I,
2: was, I was holding him down like that, and I, all I see is his like on the phone and it's by his genitals. I'm like, okay, what I mean, the? Like,
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> She's gone. <laughs>
3: Uh, anyway, I'm posting the link to our Facebook page if you want to read about penises and art. Knock yourself out. you a picture of your penis?
0: No! Oh. God, no! <laughs> I didn't bring my wide-angle lens. Ah! I
2: needed my panoramic camera.
0: Yep. <sighs> All right, so let's do the top... While well, she's doing that, let's do the top five boxes. Top
2: colors. five moves of the weekend. Here we go. Number five. The Fault in Our Stars. It made $15.7 million. And 81.7 overall until yeah. we get the release.
0: Alright, I mean, sure, it's a girl that has cancer who falls in love.
2: Well, it was the number one movie last week and falls in love. It was it number, number one,
0: one last movie. week. This yes, was. No, it wasn't. Hold was on. Hold on! No, it wasn't. It says
2: here on the list, it was. No. Yeah. What did you think
0: number one was? Number one was Maleficent. That was number yeah.
3: two. No, I thought was no.
0: number one. Dude, go back a week because I'm telling you because we talked about it because it was like Edge of Tomorrow was number four, no fault of our own or no ch- kid left behind with cancer came in above that. <laughs> okay. <left laughs>
2: behind. Well, that's what they have stated here. Oh number five God. was Falling Stars and it was number one last week. All right. Number four was Edge of Tomorrow. It made 16.1 million over the weekend and 56.6 overall.
0: All right, so it beat out that movie. Yes, because last week it didn't. Yes, <laughs> he's just saying yes. Just what was on. the
2: number what number three movie? As I would say last week, it's tomorrow. The number three movie is Maleficent. It made nineteen million over the weekend and one hundred sixty three point five in the U.S. alone. Okay. Number two is a new movie. How to Train Your How to Train Your Dragon Two came out. It made fifty million over the weekend. Not bad. Not bad at all. And the number one movie, which is also a new release, 22 Jump Street, made $60 million over the weekend.
0: How much did it, well, do you know, um, while you're Googling there, I could find out how much uh, it cost to make. Mm-hmm. Because I saw it. You did? Yes. All right. Of course I did. I promoted it on the show. Like, <laughs> tune in this week. Shunga's is a review of 22 Jump Street. Don't act surprised. I told you. <laughs> it's for the show.
3: You don't have to. Budget was $42 million. All right,
2: made its money back, and then some.
0: Well, see, that's the joke. Okay, now I don't know. Try this one. This one's going to be real tough. <laughs> try to find out how much it costs to produce Twenty One Jump Street, because the whole first part of, like, the whole like first twenty minutes of the movie yeah. is making fun of the fact that there was a Twenty One Jump Street. <laughs> like, because they're they, they're they're regular cops and they fuck up. <laughs> And so the guy from Park and Recreations who was there, he's like, look, let's just face it. The 21 Jump Street, no one expected it to be, you know, a good idea. You guys got lucky. So we're putting you back to, putting you back to 20, 20, uh, 21 Jump Street again. But this time, it's 22 Jump Street. Yeah. Hey. You know, he's like, and there, I need you to find, like, this drug dealer. And it was a lot of jokes sitting up how is it, it, the plot is exactly like the first plot. <laughs> It was, and then there's a scene where they come walking over to 21 Jump Street, and they're like, oh, it's a shame that they sold, you know, uh Korean Jesus, you know, like, all that. And as they turn around to walk away, and uh, is like, well, who knows? Maybe, you know, this year, you know, we'll probably be back on this side with a bigger and better kind of, you know, st- like, station. Yeah. And as they're walking, you see 23 Jump Street. like an empty lot. Bigger, better church, you know, kind of thing, and... Yeah, you know, Jonah Hill's like, you know, let's not push our luck.
3: <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> okay, sorry. Um, so when I googled the twenty-two Jump Street, it, it that was that was a mistake. It was actually forty-two million for twenty-one Jump Street. Um, twenty-two Jump Street. Please,
0: if it's eighty million dollars, I'm gonna die laughing. Hold
3: on.
0: Because they made a joke that because twenty-one Jump Street was such a success. Their first time around, yeah. that they were look at, they got we gave you we gave you double the budget for this for this round. Like it was like a joke. Like since Twenty One Jump Street kind of got disbanded at the end, yeah, and then it kind of was like, well, it was so good that we gave you double the budget.
3: Okay, uh, fifty million.
0: Okay, so it wasn't that double, but it, it was still very like a very funny joke because the whole station looks all new and there's a joke. Like, cause Ice Cube's office is in like the center of a room, and there's yeah. four glass walls. And Jonah Hill's like, "Wow, it's like a cube of ice." Uh, like, there's like a uh, lot of like, uh, it, like a lot of, lot uh, a lot of in jokes where, like, oh, we got, to be, you know, and like halfway through shit, heck, shit goes bad, of course, you because know, the plot's almost exactly like the first one. Yeah. Ice Cube's like, you blew all the money with all the high tech gadgets you had in the beginning. I mean, you blew up your car. You had the big chase scene in the beginning. It was very like. Tongue in cheek, busting on the first movie, but still being extremely funny, you know, on its own.
4: Right.
0: And then the end credits. I'm not giving anything away in the at the end because there's no real spoilers. But they kind of did a bunch of, you know, like remember how at the end of the first one, you guys are going to college. Yeah. Well, this one, he's like this, you know, at the end, you guys are going to medical school, and then they had like a thing for like twenty three Jump Street medical school, and then there was like twenty four Jump Street art school. You know, 21 jump, 27 Jump Street. You know, like, Space Camp. But kind of like, it, was, it was like this whole big... And there was like little cuts of, uh, you know, Ice Cube going, you guys are going to veterinarian school. <laughs> like... And then there's like a scene where it's, it's... Ice Cube's, you know, talking about Johnny Hill's character. Doug, you look kind of like different. And you turn around and it's Seth Rogen going, I don't know what you're talking about. I look exactly like how I always look. And then they go for like the next... Cut scene, and he, he's like, Jonah Hill is now back sitting next to me. He's like, I don't know what you're talking about contract dispute. I'm, it, I'm still the same person I've always been. Like, it, <laughs> it was just so funny, and I'm like, there, and there's a hysterically funny scene where I'm not going to give it away because I guarantee everyone needs to see it. It is so funny that I have to see it again just so I can get all the other jokes. Follow that follow after that.
2: Because you're laughing so hard?
0: Because everyone was laughing so hard. Yeah. It was so good. It was... It's a couple of nice cameos. You know, cameo I wasn't expected. You know, I was going to say another 21 Jump Street alumni makes an appearance. All right. You know? But it was it was very funny, very kind of like... It was tongue-in-cheek, busting on the first one. Yeah. But also creating enough of a storyline to make it funny in its own right.
2: Okay,
0: cool. So, I, I mean, I, I, I think I saw two people get up and leave, but I think it was... Probably for something else other than just they thought the movie sucked. Yeah. But there were also certain people who didn't. Like, the, I love going to a comedy movie because you can kind of judge how how uptight some people are by what they laugh at. Yeah. Like, there were some really smart jokes. There's a red herring joke, which I laughed hysterically at because I love the red herring, you know, like the whole, you know what a red herring is?
2: Yeah.
0: A red herring is where you're watching a movie and all the evidence points to one person and then that person's not it but the whole audience thinks that that person's it that's oh, a red okay. herring okay you know but there's a scene where they make a joke about a red herring and it was a direct bust because they thought this guy was the bad guy yeah and they were looking for a guy with a tattoo and Tanning is like here's again it's a great good good visual joke he's like well that's an interesting tattoo what is it and he's like oh that's my high school mascot the red herring you know <laughs> and and Chantagne like that's an odd kind of such a random mascot to have and he's talking to the guy who they're coming like best buddies with and he's got the tattoo of the bad guy that they think's the bad guy <laughs> so it's like oh there's the twist the red herring because you're like, oh And Tatum Tim is like you see him just kind of visibly upset again, it's not a spoiler because yeah. it that moment again it's kind of like a red herring and a red herring and a red herring it's very it's very funny okay but there are people there who just weren't laughing. Like just either the joke just went right over their head, yeah. Like that joke probably would have went over your head. and You probably would have chuckled because the rest of the audience is chuckling. Uh, but there are moments where I just see like so everyone, everyone's laughing. You just see like the, I saw like the person in front of me just kind of like shake their head like I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, get the joke. I'm like, how can you not that joke? That joke's like fifth grade humor. Like <laughs> it's a it's a it's a dick and fart joke. How much more basic can you get than that? Right.
2: You
0: know. So um, all right. What else? uh? That was it. That was the no? movie. Yeah. Oh, there is actually one more thing before we go and break. Yeah. Ed and I, we do our Thursday movie kind of thing. Mm-hmm. What did we watch? This we we watched um, the starring Adam West. Yes. Which was a nice little documentary Document Adam. Mm-hmm. on Adam West getting his star in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. I thought it was interesting and fun. If you get a chance, go see it. Yes. And then we we, we caught up on, kind of. Oh, we watched. Um, Tropic Thunder.
2: Yes. Mm-hmm. I was like,
0: it took me a minute. We watched Tropic Thunder. Which I can not
2: remember either. We
0: like, never it. saw it before. Mm-hmm. And I, since I was like, okay, we got to watch this. Yeah. But for next week's movie, I found the perfect fucking movie for us to watch. And it is going to be deliciously horrible. Look away, Ed, because I'm going right, to, I'm, i gotta, right. I got to, I got to, I got to set it up. I got to get the uh, trailer. Because it was this one line that made me. Go, I need to find this movie so we can watch it. All right? Uh, Okay. Uh, This week... Don't look. I'm not looking. I'm not looking. I went to... um, I was... I'm on this Facebook page. Mm -hmm. And they had a Facebook page. um, It's basically like geek girls. Mm -hmm. Or women, hot women that were in geek movies. Mm -hmm. This one was Angelina Jolie, but she was really young. Mm
4: -hmm.
0: Not hackers young. I think a little younger or around that area and it didn't look like her because she was younger and she had a little bit of baby pudge on her Right. you know so and the name of the movie I'm not giving the name of the movie because it's going to spoil it but then the person's like a lot of people are going that's not her that's not her so somebody put the trailer to that movie that she's in on the site so I watched it and there's this one line that made me go we need to see this movie alright so I went to my local movie stop and just as a goof and they actually had a used DVD copy for four bucks. I bought this movie. Nice. So now I'm going to play the trailer for Ed. Can I look or? You can look if you want know, The cutting edge of counter-espionage technology in a humanoid robotic set of 2. Yes. I have a
2: copy of it. You do?
0: Yes. You bastard! <laughs> it's before Mrs. Smith. Human in almost every respect. Before Lara Croft. There is, is there a cyborg one? Yeah. She's yeah. the first not, she, was she was a, a cyborg. Stupid, human reasoning. I can't believe you have this movie What well, Have you seen it? No. Alright. Do do so also got Casey Jones wow. in it. From uh, the originals in the trilogy. <laughs> so, yeah. Wait. What did I say? Humans. Always struggling feelings. That looks pretty good. Yeah. yeah. But it looks also horrible. The plot. I know
4: this. Embryo has planted a bomb in you.
0: Liquid explosive. Who are going this trailer on our oh face again, the way.
3: Yeah. The perfect
0: assassin. <laughs> I'm
3: actually looking at that.
0: The perfect lover! <laughs> yeah, you can see it filling his boobies. Don't get that. Wait, yeah, we We're here it is.
1: Right here. With
0: the devil, you need a long spoon. Oh yeah, <laughs> Jack Pellets, I no. forgot this. But it was this line. Let me see if I can back up. I need to back up. Oh, come on. Here you go. Ready? Listen, listen good. You wanna dine with the devil? You need a long spoon. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I, I need to see this movie. Mm-hmm.
3: Cyborg Dose.
1: You've been a
2: naughty girl.
3: Yes. So spank me. Spank me, Sean. <laughs>
0: what the hell was <laughs> how can that? okay, now I gotta go this. Yes. Why do you have this movie? You've never seen it.
2: <laughs> Angelina Jolie was in it, and it was a dollar. Oh, uh, okay.
0: <laughs> I paid fair four enough. for
2: mine, used. You son of a bitch. That yeah, was new for a dollar. You really? Where to at? Tower when it was going out of business. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, uh, there you go.
0: Yeah. It was. You know, I thought. It I, was-
2: I used to go to. I used to love going to movie stores of a close because I would just rush in and buy movies because and it's just like it was just an actor I knew, an actress you know, or a genre that I would love and I would just buy it because, like, there was, like, a mistake I bought one time Seal makes fun of me every time was I thought I got a copy of Flash Gordon before it was out on DVD because I am thinking, holy crap, like, I didn't know this was I happening. know this
0: mistake. <laughs> I, I think I told you this no, story. No, you didn't, but I know exactly where you're going to go with this one.
2: <laughs> so I didn't, you know, I didn't really look at the box. I just saw what I thought said Flash Gordon. So I'm like, holy crap, I'm going to have that 1980 bad movie that's you know i love right you know kind okay of, i mean it's not a bad movie but some, right. people, well, think some people think it's, it's subjective, subjective. I mean, it's
0: yeah Ooh, okay is it really Oof.
2: but the thing was so but then i get it home and she looks at it she goes what the hell are you bringing a porno home for and i'm like what do you mean she did you read the box she, i'm like no I'm, she's like it's flesh gordon <laughs> uh.
0: <laughs> which i by the way i actually saw it's not really a porn, it's more like a softcore porn. Was no no like not. I just remember seeing it on TV going, I gotta see this. And it's horrible. Yeah. I think it's so oh bad acting, bad sex because it's softcore. Ugh. You pass. <laughs> but I was like, I gotta see that movie. It just looks so bad. You wanna die with the devil? You gotta bring a long spoon. I'm like, what the fuck does that even mean? <laughs> Like if you went down with the devil, chances are you are probably sit at a table with regular fucking utensils. What are we having? Steak. All right. <laughs> and why a spoon? Like, of all things, why a spoon?
3: Devil's in the soup. I, he has yeah. sensitive teeth. I just didn't... I'm like, that,
0: that is... Oh, what was the year that movie made? I wonder if it was supposed to be their version of... If you want uh Did you ever dance with the devil it is, in the parallel? movie.
3: 93. So yeah. So right yeah, now. so
0: it was obviously after Jack Pound started the Michael Keaton version of Batman, yeah. where Jack Nicholson was have you ever you 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 danced with the devil in the Pat Moon knife? Yes. So I wonder if someone was like, oh that's an awesome I know. If you have you ever done if you dine with the devil, you better bring a long knife? No. <laughs> spoon! Like maybe they were a tick fan. Spork. Like <laughs> if you want to die with the devil, you better bring a Spoon. Like, I'm like, what the fuck does that even mean? That is so bad. I need to see this movie. <laughs> like, so I got to watch Angelina Jolie kick a little ass when she was yeah, it's younger. On our,
2: it's on my bucket list to see this movie. Really? Yes.
0: All right, so we're seeing it Thursday. All right. Oh, I don't even have to bring it over. You can <laughs> just, just, just use yours. Yep. <laughs> oh, look that air! I'm nobody's fool. Jump in anytime, hey. folks.
3: Hey, okay. I posted, <laughs> there he goes again. I posted the trailer to the Geeksters page. Nice. Thank you. I watch it. You want to die with the
0: devil? You better bring a long spoon.
3: What about a fork? Like, I still don't get
0: it. Like, why? Okay, one, why a spoon? Why does it be long? Table or tea? I'm like, are you serving? Wouldn't it be
3: easier to bring a straw? I mean, if you're. If whatever you're eating can be eaten with a spoon, just get a straw and just.
0: Well, my thing is, okay, number one, are you supposed <laughs> Suck to. Suck on it. Are you supposed to be on the plane of earth and you're. Dipping your spoon into hell to get the food? Again, if you're dining with the devil, I would assume the devil's across the table from you. Yeah. In a, you know, like a fancy, like French restaurant.
2: I th- I could see him as a dive kind of
3: restaurant kind of guy. No, not
0: Satan. Satan's no, high class.
3: High class. Yeah. Because it's whole steakhouse. Thing-
0: because he'd want to tempt you into his side. So it would be the glitz and the glamour. He's he's wooing you. So he wouldn't take you to a back bar.
3: You realize the writer's currently listening to us going, Shut the fuck up! It was allegory! I don't care if, if the writer is listening. You better fucking call in. Yeah. Because I know because... 215
2: is the number. Please call in and let us know what you were thinking.
0: Because, again, long spoon, I'm thinking you have to scoop it and put it into your mouth, right, to sip or eat it. How far, how long is that spoon? Mm-hmm. Like, is it so long that it's actually without, with, out of your reach? Like, you can't get the spoon into your mouth because the spoon is so long?
2: Well, you can hold the, the, head, the head of the spoon. But what if you have,
0: like I said, see? Again, now you're, you're in that, that this is pot talk, <laughs> where you have to kind of visualize, a depending on the kind of spoon it is, because I'm sitting there, guy, guy's sitting on the edge of like a cliff, and he's spooning some soup. Well, Satan's there, you know, just scooping up a spoon and gotta go,
3: oh, and Satan's God. smacking his hand. Order your own, asshole. <laughs> right? Like I don't,
0: I, I just,
3: I'm like, what the
0: fuck does that even mean? I mean, honestly, if I'm having dinner with the devil, I'm expecting. fancy restaurant, steak tartare.
3: Uh-huh. You know, you want dinner before he takes your soul.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, he, I mean, I would assume that the idea is that he's you're having dinner with him because he wants your soul, right? So he wouldn't be going for like... Hey, you know what, dude? It's going to be really funny. Bring a long spoon.
2: <laughs> Why?
0: Because I said so Saints, the devil.
2: going to laugh his ass when he sees right. it. Hey. I brought the
0: spoon. You're like, hey, dude, you want to die with me? You better bring a long spoon. And well, how long does it have to be? you figure it out. Like, no. Like, what... It, like... <laughs> Like, you bring a long spoon, and he adds it just like an inch further. Like, you know, should have brought a long spoon. I did bring a long spoon, spoons three feet long. should have brought a longer one. You should have brought three and a half feet one. You know, like one of those things. Like I don't... That's why I'm like, I have to see this movie. I have to see the context of that phrase to see how it all applies. You know what's going to happen, right? It's not going to be in the trailer? Either it's not
2: going to be in the movie, or it's going to be in the movie, and you're still going to go... What the fuck does that mean?
0: Oh you know, it still it, doesn't make sense. Which actually I'm glad you said that because now I would just flash back to watching the movie. There are in twenty two Jump Street, there's a couple of you can tell there's a couple of deleted scenes. Yeah. Because well, towards, how about how
2: about the one that says thirty eight Jump Street? No, that's not right. He was like giving the address, the uh the bar. No,
0: that wasn't that wasn't in it, neither was the, the line where they're both standing in the uh, um library and the chick goes can you keep it down to a level of shut up yeah that's not in it Oh, there's all but that, besides that when they get to college the woman who played um, Jonah Hill's mom mm. you see her over his shoulder but you just see her there's no conversation there's a conversation later on when it's parent student day at the college but okay. the moment of drop dropping the two of them off you see her but that's all you do you just see her you don't she has no lines in that scene or she did And they cut it down to Because the, the movie itself Is an hour and 50 minutes Okay But Then there's moments too Where you see t- Towards the end Chatham Tanning's got What looks like The beginning of a tattoo On his arm uh. And it's just, it just looks like It looks like I'll be honest It looks like a tic-tac-toe lines But it could be something else But you never see a scene Where he gets the ink on Right And then there's a scene When they're at spring break Where Jonah Hills Has his arms down he has a heart-shaped tattoo On his forearm yeah. What looks like initials in there. Again, no explanation of what it's doing there. It just so happens to be there. Right. So I'm like, and my dad, it's, it's so bad that my dad even noticed it. You know, he was like, yeah, I was wondering what the hell that tattoo was. I'm like, I, I don't know. You can obviously tell because we were talking about it on the way home. Yeah. He's like, I'm like, it's got to be a del- deleted scene or part of the underrated version when it comes out on DVD.
4: Yeah.
0: You know, I just thought it was kind of funny, like. Again, that whole you kind of lied to me during the trial. Maybe I wanted to see the whole, you know, keep it to a level, shut up kind of thing. Yes. Or at least explain the tattoos. I mean, if you're going to have that kind of continuity error, yeah, that really shouldn't have been on the cutting room floor. Yeah. You know, or at least, you know, throw slap a little money and digital, t- you know, clean up the arm a little bit. Right. You know? Yeah. But. Yeah, all
2: right. All right. Well, we should take a break.
0: Yep. Do the
2: life, everything in the universe with Erica and uh, release this week next hour. So tune in, folks. We'll be back.
0: Yep. Hit my button, Ed. And we're back, folks. Yay. Yay. So, yeah, that was the first hour. I'm assuming it was an hour. Maybe a little longer. longer Maybe yeah. a little shorter. Who knows? You fly by the seat of our pants here, at geeksters. <laughs> Woo! Woo! <laughs> I got a wedgie. Figures. <laughs> Always wet blanket, Ed. We start calling him. <laughs> hey, watch out! It's the fun police.
1: <laughs>
0: Ed's quote in front of his "Go, hey!" <laughs> There's no running in the pool by the pool. <laughs> just hey, hey. just that because it means you're just getting ready to yell at somebody. <laughs> so, um. Yeah, so in the next episode, we do Life, the Universe, and Everything with Erica, and the topic is space <laughs> travel. Star tours.
4: <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> in a whole so, new way. <laughs> yep. So turn for folks, because it's going to be a laugh, right? Yo. But um, until then, if you want to catch us live on Sunday nights... It's on Sunday night yeah. <laughs> from 7 to 11. We're working on time, folks. Yeah. We might actually be starting a little earlier live, but we'll, we'll keep you informed. Oh, oh a shake-up at the Geekster Show. What's going on? Oh, no. But um, So go to our Facebook page, Geeksters, and like us. If you want to listen to us live, you can catch us live on Sunday nights from 7 to 10, mostly 7 to 11. Um... Eastern Standard Time on AquanetRadio.com, iTunes Radio, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio.
2: Just search Aquanet Radio and those apps.
0: And you can also, like I said, go to our Geeksters page and like us. And if you click on the About, you can find out where to download our podcast. Yes. If you're just kind of randomly catching us here somewhere or or you're listening to us with your friend, yay. (laughs) But go like us on your own. Be an individual, be a leader, not a follower. That's right. <laughs> but
2: if you want to contact Sean on anything we've talked about, I just want to talk to Sean, you can contact at wordswithge- Sean at wordswithgeeks.com.
0: If you want to contact Ed, you can contact him at ed at wordswithgeeks.com.
2: Or you can contact Erica at erica at wordswithgeeks.com.
0: And don't forget to hit our webpage, wordswithgeeks.com, for every podcast available. Or if you can't get it there, catch it on iTunes. Or if you can't catch it there either, again, go to our about page to find, find us. All. Find us. If not, we'll find you. <laughs> that was creepy. I know that's where. You, see what I wanted. To do? We'll find you. That's where you're supposed to hit the the, the thing. You want to try that again? All right. all right. If you can't find us, we'll find you. Hit. Just hit the button. I did. <laughs> that was great. That was wonderful. That was okay. It was pretty terrible. What the? Oh, Take him away! Boo! 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 See, now you don't have to hit the button. <laughs> I figured it out. All right. You figured it out? You want to try it one more time? One more time. Remember, if you can't find us, we'll find you. That was wonderful! Bravo! I loved that! It. Oh, it was great! Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, it though. It could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It Especially was bad! It. it was awful! <laughs> I was
1: terrible. Take him away! Hey, boo! Boo! boo.